Welcome to the Hunter RMBA Show, the only business podcast that's always got your back with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today is a guest teacher episode. We called upon expert Amy Mead to talk to you about heroic public speaking. This is part two of the heroic public speaking series. Part one was with Michael Port, Michael's Amy's business partner. And that episode is episode 45. And today, Amy's going to give you some amazing tips on how to be a heroic public speaker. Amy Mead is the co-founder and director of training for heroic public speaking. After earning her Master's of Fine Arts in acting from the Yale School of Drama, she spent years acting professionally in theaters, as well as working consistently in commercials. Amy has also assisted the speech faculty at Yale Drama. She also taught acting at Northwestern University and has spent the last 15 years mentoring teachers and speakers in bringing the hard skills of performance to their craft. On a personal note, Amy was one of the teachers at the Heroic Public Speaking Immersion course that Nicole and I took back in September, and she really helped us a lot when it came to our public speaking skills. She also helped me as a podcaster because she does a lot of great voice training in the actual course. That's why I'm so excited to have Amy on the show today to teach you all about heroic public speaking. I'm going to hand it over to Amy in a second, but before that, I got to give some love to today's sponsor, Natix. This episode of the $100 MBA show is brought to you by Natix, binary options trading. Our listeners appreciate just what $100 can do, and so does Natix. You can get started for just $100. With Natix binary options, you trade on whether you think the market will be above or below a certain point by a certain time. Go to Natix.com and open up a free account. That's N-A-D-E-X.com. Futures, options, and swaps trading involves risk and may not be appropriate for all investors. So without further ado, let me hand it over to Amy Mead, public speaking expert. Take it away, Amy. Hi, guys. This is Amy Mead. I'm the co-founder of Heroic Public Speaking alongside Michael Port. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today, I will be teaching you some more of our 50 tips 50 tips for public speaking that you can't afford to ignore if you want to wow your audience and win praise and applause every time. Now, you already had a podcast from Michael Port introducing as many of the tips as he could get through in about eight minutes or so. So I'm picking up where he left off. You can listen to them in any order that you like. But I'll start here. It's number nine. Outline your content and then unpack it. See, if you're teaching content or curriculum, which is distinct from a message, a message speech goes into an idea. It shares an idea primarily. But if you're teaching content, distinct, prescriptive teachings, then outline first and then go back and unpack it. This isn't the same as tell them what you're going to tell them and then tell them, and then tell them what you told them. This is a learning plan for what's coming next. And it serves in two ways. One is as a high-level overview before you get granular, and also as a teaser for the exciting content still to come. Number 10, use props. Think about it. A picture's worth a thousand words. What can you show or demonstrate or depict with objects rather than words? Can you 
in an ethical way, assault your audience's visual senses as well as their auditory senses. Props aid our recall. So if you want to be remembered, you can be visually arresting without dyeing your hair bright red by using props to drive your point home. Most speakers don't do this. And that's just one of the reasons why you should. 11. Use contrast and extremes to create excitement and keep attention. Now, there are three main kinds of contrast. Three, emotional, physical contrast, and structural contrast. With emotional contrast, you may take them from a moment where they are laughing and smiling and enjoying themselves into a moment that is quite moving and poignant. With physical contrast, you may be using the entire stage. You may go down into the audience. You may be up on chairs. You may be down on the ground. You may be using your body with a lot of movement and then coming into complete stillness. You create physical contrast to keep their attention. And then there's structural contrast. Perhaps you're sharing an idea or a message, and then you shift into a story. And then you shift again into some data. We use structural contrast too. So there are three kinds of contrast, emotional, physical, and structural contrast. You'll see this in every, every great play, every great film, every great piece of music. The contrast and the highs and lows, the extremes, keep your audience engaged. Think of it like this. Think of your performance like a roller coaster ride. Can you take me to the edge of a cliff before artfully lowering me with love and care to a safe place? Can you make the highs higher? Can you make the lows lower? Number 12, keep moving forward. Never let the energy drop. You're on stage to take their audience to their final destination, so keep your foot on the gas pedal. Now, you will have uphill moments where your speed drops, but the power and intensity increase. You can be both calm and energetic. It doesn't have to be frenetic. Stay steady and keep the energy moving forward, vocally and physically. This takes practice. Number 13. Audiences like to think that events on stage are happening spontaneously. They like to be surprised. Now, the great performer does this brilliantly, and you, as a speaker, need to do this as well. The best way to effortlessly be spontaneous is to rehearse. Rehearse, rehearse, rehearse. Rehearse to the point of mastery. Think about it. How often do you have to stop and think about spontaneously adjusting your shoelaces? Never, because you know that job inside and out. When you know your role as a performer inside and out, when you know your material inside and out, you can deliver it like it's the first time, every time you perform it. Number 14, stand and land. Let your punchlines, your point lines, your, your purpose lines land. That means you don't move while you're delivering them. You remain physically rooted to the spot so that your body reinforces the gravity of your words. Number 15, you can move and talk at the same time. Why? Well, two reasons. One is that we do that all the time anyway, don't we? We move and talk all the time in real life. The idea that you can't walk and talk at the same time is ridiculous. But make sure you don't move 
when you're landing your most important points. We just went over this. Stand and land. But not everything we have to say is of equal importance. So move on the things that are less important. Stand and land on the things that are. And make sure that when you are standing, you don't sway from left to right, from left to right, and make your audience seasick. 16. Don't say, I'm glad to be here. I'm happy to be here. Show them that you're happy to be there instead. Your audience should see it in your actions. They should hear it in your words. They should know it by the kind of energy you bring to the stage. Besides, what's the alternative? That you're not glad to be there? That's just insulting. 17. Don't tell them you're going to tell a story. Maybe you've heard that one. I'm going to tell you a story. No, just tell the story. 18. Every rule is made to be broken. But to break the rules of performance, you need to know what the rules are. You need to know why they exist and exactly why you're breaking them. Every good performer does. When you break the rules with purpose, you can produce a better and more effective result. Now, Bertolt Brecht was famous for regularly breaking the rule of the fourth wall. This was where he had the actor step out of the scene he was performing and speak directly to the audience, even comment on the scene that a moment before he had been a part of. And then that same performer would step away from the audience and back into the scene. He broke the rule of the fourth wall of theater. And in doing so, he got powerful results. Every rule, every guideline even, is made to be broken. If you can do it better, then do it that way. So thank you for joining us. You now have the first 18 of the 50 tips for heroic public speaking. If you'd like to receive all 50 of them, you can go to heroicpublicspeaking.com. You can also get more information about our upcoming events, including our live event in Fort Lauderdale at the end of February. And thank you so much for listening. See you soon. Today's show is sponsored by Stamps.com. Getting your mailing and shipping done can seem like a no-win situation. Going to the post office just takes a whole lot of time, and it's expensive. And so is leasing a postage meter, which has multi-year commitments and hidden fees. Luckily, there's a better way with Stamps.com. With Stamps.com, you can buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter or package right from your desk using your own computer and printer. You can even get special postage discounts you can't find at the post office. Plus, Stamps.com is even more powerful than a postage meter. At just a fraction of the cost, you can save up to 80% compared to a postage meter. And you can avoid all those time-consuming trips to the post office. I do not understand why anybody still goes to the post office. We use Stamps.com for all our letters and packages, and it's super, super easy to use. And you save a whole bunch of money and time. It's a no-brainer, guys. And right now, if you use my promo code MBA for the special offer, you can get a no-risk trial plus a $110 bonus offer, which includes a digital scale and up to $55 of free postage. So don't wait, go to stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type MBA, that's stamps.com, enter MBA. Thanks for that great, great lesson, Amy. You and Michael Poor are one of the best in the game. I think the best in the game. You are definitely our mentors when it comes to public speaking. Nicole and I will be attending their live event, the Hero Public Speaking live event that I spoke about before. That's coming up February 19, 20, and 21st. 
There's still time to grab a ticket if you want to. Just check out heroicpublicspeaking.com slash live. Nicole and I will be there. I'm actually going to be speaking on stage. I'm a little bit nervous because, you know, Amy and Michael are our teachers and I'm going to be speaking in front of them, but I hope I can nail it. Check out heroicpublicspeaking.com slash live. Once you check them out and grab a ticket to the event, why don't you drop us an iTunes rating and review? It helps us get more exposure on iTunes, help other business builders just like you. Thank you in advance for dropping us an iTunes rating and review. If you want to learn more about how to do that, just visit 100mba.net slash show. Guys, I want to leave you with this. Speaking in public can be nerve-wracking, but just like everything else, if you put in the time, put in the work, and put in the practice or the rehearsal, like they call in performance, you're going to feel more and more confident. As you know, I was a teacher for over a decade, and I was really nervous the first day I taught, first time I had to speak in front of a group of students. Then again, I was nervous when I had to address my team as a middle manager or when I had to give presentations at conferences. And it took me some time and I had to just get over the fear of looking out in the crowd and be comfortable with my material. But you can do this. I thought I wasn't good at it. I thought I could never be good at it. But eventually I got better and better. I'm not great right now, but I'm a lot better than when I first got started. So don't ever think that you can't do something. You could do it. It just takes some practice. It takes some commitment. And it's definitely a skill that you can really, really utilize because at the end of the day, like I always say, as an entrepreneur, if you can't communicate your ideas to people, be it in a public forum like a public speech or on a podcast or on a video or in an interview or one-on-one at a conference when you're meeting somebody new, then you're going to be in trouble. You really need to make sure you can communicate your ideas clearly. Great entrepreneurs can do that. So if you want to be on the path on being a great entrepreneur, honing in your communication skills really, really can help. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's show. I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. Take care.